Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said, in which pink hair brings me closer to God. I don't have any announcements or special things to tell you, so let's get to it. I was shopping in Target the other night and these three little ones collapsed in their cart laughing like, she has pink hair, she has pink hair. It happened again and I was standing in line at the post office with a bunch of packages just kind of glaring off in the distance at the fluorescent lights and this little girl in front of me smirked and her eyes danced. Her whole being twinkled. She shimmered all of her magic at me and I shimmered back. When her dad put her down, she whispered to her sister about the lady with the pink hair. Her sister looked at me and shimmered too, the magic in her acknowledging the magic in me, before she went off to play with the post office pens and discover a few coins some fellow mailer person had left behind. Three pennies, dad, three pennies. I thought about the divine and my understanding of God in this shimmering magic business while she held out her coins. I thought about yoga and all the ways I've tried to find, connect to, convene with, and meet God. I thought about the word namaste, which has always struck me as too big a greeting or farewell to comprehend. I thought about making fun of that greeting, but then I thought about a mob of angry yogis and Lululemon coming after me with warm lemon water and fresh mantras, and I decided to keep it positive. Anyway, how can I possibly comprehend the God in you or the divine in you? How can I experience the most sacred and wondrous bits of another person when we're not in this simple, well-lit, perfectly clean yoga room full of zenned out middle-class citizens? I can find less overwhelming words, for starters. My best friend, Doey, told me to try this word replacement. The Gryffindor in me acknowledges the Gryffindor in you. My wise and brave bits acknowledge your wise and brave bits, even if you're annoying the ever-loving shit out of me at this moment. It's much better than the divine in me acknowledging the divine in you, much more tangible, but that substitution wasn't enough. It felt like a weary Harry Potter reference, not a legitimate way of seeing the world. It felt a little bit sacrilegious, and I was trying to be just the opposite. I was desperately trying to see the deepest and most incomprehensible bits of the humans I meet when they aren't trying to show them to me. And the word I get to use is Gryffindor? Nope. It's not enough. So I'm walking back to my car, my male mischief managed, and I think about all the kids who've been thrown off balance. By the way, that's a physical reaction, not a metaphor. Thrown off balance by my pink hair. 
my pink hair, which is really a stand-in for all the ways I'm willing to be myself in the world. My pink hair, which is my way of showing kids magic is possible without having to say a word. I know most adults tell you there's one way to do things, kid, but really, there are nine billion, and that's just for starters, and pink hair is one of them. So go find your freaking magic and then keep finding it every day, and we can reconvene in the Target shopping cart when you need a pep talk because you forgot or you got all caught up in test scores or homework and you started looking like everyone else. Oh, wait a minute. What if the words God and magic are interchangeable? In those places where you stand truly odd, overwhelmed, gobsmacked, or delighted, you will find magic, or you will find God, or both. What's the difference, again? In those moments when you feel as if you're part of the great web of existence, as if your life has meaning, as if this moment is wondrous, perfect, or good, where is the line between your experience of magic and your experience of God? Magic is a habit as much as an act of will, a pattern of seeing as much as a particular delight you find in your favorite place. Why can't pink hair be a reflection of my inner divinity, just as incense and candles and asanas trigger others' namaste-driven divinity to shine? Why can't I call the act of seeing a three-year-old twinkle with delight magic? And who's to say that I'm not looking into the face of God at that moment, or in each of the unexpected moments my pink hair brings, for that matter? right there in the post office, or eating lunch when he wandered up to us on the patio and said I reminded him of cotton candy, or when women stop me to say they wish they could have pink hair too, and I share my hairdresser's name, and I hope that they go and get pink hair. Or when a kid at the Arboretum drops his dad's hand and comes tottering over to me, having chosen a new leader. It's all magic. It's all divine. It's all God. The pink hair just makes it easier to remember. So as you go out and do your thing this week, I don't have a thing to sell you. I mean, I thought about it beforehand, like I run a business and I should sell you some shit. And instead I wanted to share this and I don't really actually know why, except that when you go looking for magic, you often find it. And when you go looking for God, you often find him or her or it or them. And so go and find magic and tell me what you find. Go and find the places where you stand odd, overwhelmed, gobsmacked or delighted. Go and find them and tell me about them via email. I'm at brandcamponline at gmail.com, or you can tag me on the Instagram. I am K-K-A-L-P. Just generally share. I don't know why I feel compelled to talk about magic, but I'm sensing, or I'm guessing it has something to do with you. So go find the magic. Go find the divine. Go find the God in all of this. And then tell me what you find and tell me what you would like to talk about and tell me Tell me where you find magic in your everyday life or in your very special not everyday life. That's okay too. Tell me what's shaken. I'd love to hear from you. I would love to hear more about what you want to hear about. And um, next week we're going to talk about some stuff. It's going to be pretty cool. This week is uh, short, sweet, and leaves plenty of room for pink hair. So go. Do it. I love you. I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, 
while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.